0: cursing is not something that most comedians do. Sorry for cursing. We want you to stop cursing. I've been I've been using all the wrong swear words. Explicit language. Hello and welcome to the podcast that asks a simple question. When you just felt you could replace your own iPhone screen, what the hell were you thinking? I'm your host, Dave Bledsoe, and this is a Friday, December 9th, 2016, You Can't Fix Stupid edition of the show, where we talk about how to live in a post-truth society. Stay tuned. The What the Hell Were You Thinking podcast is brought to you by Gut Check, a premium service designed to take thinking out of everything gut check is disrupting the fact market by removing objective reality from the decision making process no longer will you be constrained by hypothetical concepts like truth accuracy or reason gut check will guide your personal or business decision making process by helping you determine what feels right for you some gut checks client include time hoppers a startup offering guided tours of the future jurassic pork restaurants serving real dinosaur meat and our favorite flyover the magic of human flight by believing you can fly Gut check, because no one should tell you what you can't do. Gut check says you can. What do you think the average IQ of this group is, huh? Can you see Texas up there on your high horse? What do you know about these people? Just observation and deduction. See a propensity for obesity, poverty, a yen for fairy tales. Folks putting what few bucks they do have in the little wicker baskets being passed around. I think it's safe to say that nobody here is going to be splitting the atom, Marty. You see that? Your fucking attitude. Not everybody wants to sit alone in an empty room beating off the murder manuals. Some folks enjoy community, the common good. Yeah, if the common good's got to make up fairy tales, and it's not good for anybody. Each year, the dictionaries do a thing where they pick a word that best represents the zeitgeist of the preceding 12 months. Though they did not specifically ask me for suggestions, I've taken the liberty of preparing a short list of contenders. Calamity, catastrophe... Fiasco, cataclysm, debacle, ruination, and of course my personal choice, colossal clusterfuck. Oxford, however, took a different tack for their choice and selected post-truth. That sounds awful. The term is an adjective defined relating to or denoting circumstances in which objective facts are less influential in shaping public opinion than appeals to emotion or personal belief. You may have heard this before as another word truthiness. <laughs> Which was of course coined by Stephen Colbert and was Miriam Webster's 2006 word of the year. I say you will be hearing from our attorneys. I'm not going to try and replicate the endless number of articles written since the election about fake news and how it impacted the great orange miracle of 2016. The Google machine tells me there are 21,800,000 news articles or other search results meeting that search criteria, and I can only assume that 21,750,000 of them were written over the past two weeks. The only thing more popular than articles about fake news is the actual Fake news, and everyone is acting as if there was some sort of new phenomenon that appeared out of the ether. Ring, ring, hello, history calling. Fake news is as American as mom, apple pie, and giving the gift of smallpox to indigenous peoples who have no acquired immunity. Why, none other than old Tom Jefferson himself. Well, we're moving on. The wrong Jefferson there, Gavin, but uh, good pull, nevertheless. No, no, Thomas Jefferson employed a fellow by the name of James T. Callender to uh, report on John Adams during their presidential race. Callender was kind of like the drudge, Breitbart, Alex Jones of his day, except his stories were well-written and had a tiny little nugget of truth inside their delicious, crunchy shell of scandal. In fact, Calendar was the one that let the country and history know that T.J. himself, liked the... Like the brown sugar, if you know what I'm saying. I commend you to a much better podcast, Whistle Stop, for that story. Forget the era of yellow journalism, you know, where we actually had wars manufactured by news barons. That's a whole different kind of fake news. Let's just talk about the latter half of the 20th century when the supermarket tabloid was king of the checkout line. The sun, the star, the examiner, the Enquirer, and the best newspaper ever written. The Weekly World News. Hey, Mom, I find it interesting that you refer to the Weekly World News as the paper. The paper contains facts. This paper contains facts. And this paper has the eighth highest circulation in the whole wide world. When I was a kid, the Weekly World News was everywhere. Well, if I everywhere, I mean the toilet tanks of American homes. Yet I am quite sure, despite that incredible circulation, most or even many people who read the Weekly World News did not emphatically believe that Bat Boy was the love child of Nancy Reagan and Elvis. Even when the World Wide Web took the place of the Weekly World News, people did not start suddenly believing everything they read on it. Shortly after the election an image meme ran around social media to the fact that 20 years ago your parents told you not to believe anything you read on the internet today they're telling you that satanic pumpkins are consuming children's souls via the Charlie Brown Halloween special because they read it on realcrazynews.com For the first 20 years of the internet revolution content was viewed with a thoroughly justified skepticism since most almost everything on the internet was made up by some 20-year-old dude living in his mom's basement Today Absolutely nothing has changed except that those mom's basements are increasingly located in Eastern Europe for some reason. But people, particularly and especially your parents, now accept that bullshit as gospel. Folks want to blame Google and Facebook for the spread of bullshit, and that in and of itself is bullshit. We've always had nonsense floating around the world. I mean, a couple of thousand years ago, some dude started spreading a lie that this other dude came back from the dead, and he was going to toss the Romans out of Judea and restore the Jews to the good graces of Yahweh. In a couple of hundred years, with some creative editing, that same bullshit story became the predominant bullshit story of the Roman Empire. A couple of hundred years later, most of Europe. A couple of hundred years after that, most of the world. It's impressive, but I figured today we could make that happen in six months tops with a really good social media manager and a crack team of copywriters. And I can sell anything I believe in. And I believe in your product. The medium doesn't care what the message is. It only concerns itself with how to move the message. The message doesn't care about the medium. It only concerns itself with selling the product. What I'm trying to say here is that religion is bullshit, and you can't blame the internet and social media for the spread of modern bullshit. Now, other people like to believe that the media, capital M media, is at fault for its failure to give people facts. Alright, cable news is shit, and it has been shit for decades print media, it has its ups and downs I mean, come on, weapons weapons of mass destruction in Iraq, anyone, come on but the correct information was and is out there all it took was one or two clicks max and I was able to find the original source of information it's not like I had to meet a guy in a parking garage at midnight in Washington DC to find out that just maybe the dude who was running for president was dangerously incompetent, I was able to get that without too much effort on my part from myriad sources and when you take them all together you get a pretty good picture of the facts as they exist you can't blame the media for failing to provide information any more than you can blame the internet or social media for providing too much information there is really only one thing we can pin the blame on for the rise of mass dumb fuckery in the united states today my fellow americans The citizens of this here United States are dumb. Let me be clear, they are indeed poorly educated, ill-informed, and artificially partitioned into ideological camps, but they are all of those things because they are dumb. They like being dumb. They want to be dumb. Let me put it another way. There's a phrase in Latin that goes Vox Populi, Vox Dei, and it means the voice of the people is the voice of God. It's a fairly popular drop quote in libertarian politics these days, who like to use the radical Whig version of the saying, insisting the people are the final arbiter in the actions of their government. But the original meaning of the quote goes far further back from that, though not as far back as you might think if you thought about things like that, which you don't. The earliest known usage of this phrase is by a dude named Alcuin of York in the late 8th or early 9th century. This is so boring and forever taking. Quiet, Gavin. I'm trying to make a point here. And Alcuin said in a letter to Charlemagne... Which is relevant how, Mr. Shad. Char- you know, Gavin, this is not helping you get your own podcast. Not helping you at all. No, no. What Alcuin said to Charlemagne was, and those people should not be listened to who keep saying the voice of the people is the voice of God since the riotousness of the crowd is always close to insanity so hey to me when the voice of god speaks in the united states in 2016 it sounds a whole lot like this uh, attention attention we're looking for the chick with big boobs <laughs> Yeah, we are ready to do you now <laughs> It takes about six seconds to spot a bullshit story on the internet to anyone with two brain cells to rub together. Let's take this Pizzagate story that I'm not even going to go into because this stupid fucking story is all over the news because some dim bulb Trump-tard wandered into a pizza joint in Washington, D.C. with an automatic weapon pardon me, gun nuts, semi-automatic rifle to, quote, self-investigate, unquote, last weekend. The story began on a website called Planet Free Will. Right there. Any intelligent person will look at the title of a website like that and immediately think... Any website that gives itself a grandiose title such as that should immediately be suspect. And a cursory examination of the site's headlines will confirm your bullshit suspicion lots of hysterical clickbait, and an obligatory reference to Ayn Rand. If you see a website referencing Ayn Rand for any other reason than pointing out she was a shitty author, a hypocrite, and a fraud, and people and people that take her seriously are fucking idiots, you can safely confirm the content of this site is complete and utter nonsense. It took six seconds from seeing the story to click to confirmation of bullshit. You don't need an advanced degree in journalism, media studies, or even epistemology. You do not, in fact, even need to know what the word epistemology means. It's, it's a theory of knowledge by, by way of an investigation of the difference between justified belief and opinions. And we all know that opinions... Well, opinions are like assholes, Your Honor. Everybody's got... What I'm saying is you don't need any of those things to spot patent bovine fecal material in its raw form. I mean, okay, here, let's take a little test, shall we? Because I know my listeners are not complete and total dipshits. I'm going to name five websites that purport to report news that no other website will tell you, and then you can decide which ones are full of shit just by their names alone. Gavin, give me 30 seconds on the clock. Are we ready? And go. (laughs) that's right you all discovered it was a trick question before i even said a single name because if a website says it's reporting news no other website will tell you it's full of shit and yet here we are with so many americans reading and sharing governmentslaves.info or politicalblindspot.com or good god almighty dailysheeple.com no person with a hint of intellect would read something on a place called the Daily Sheeple and not think anything other than... Well, that was a load of shit. I mean, talk about living in a fantasy. When I was fucking 13, I played a game that I I played an orc or an elf, and even I could spot that wasn't real. And yes, the big players on the internet, Google, and definitely Facebook, need to accept they have a role in fertilizing the great American idiot farms. Mark Zuckerberg wants to tell you that fake news had nothing to do with the orange genital wart on the nation's testicles, or at least Facebook isn't in any way responsible for its distribution. But this is the same logic as a pimp saying he's only providing hookers for companionship. And if the two parties happen to have sex, well, that's none of his concern so long as he gets his cut. Facebook can stop its dumber members from being drip-fed agit if they wanted to, but is afraid to do so because of the blowback from the mouth-breathers who can no longer see com in their da- daily feed because apparently they are too stupid to type in com into their browser by themselves. And none of this should be taken as absolution for the sin of creating fake news. And while most purveyors and distributors of this tribe are simply people who think they are funny, and we all know what happens when someone thinks they are funny and get a soapbox, they go mad with power and think of themselves as conveying a message through satire when all they're really doing is getting drunk and interspersing movie quotes between a rambling narrative of self-congratulatory bullshit. Gavin, we gotta talk about the script. But some of these people are genuine bad actors. I mean, not Keanu Reeves-type bad actors, but the people who are doing intentional harm with their lies. I'm looking at you, Alex Jones. Yet others... Others are con artists who realize the best way to take money from stupid people is to tell them exactly what they want to hear. Which, personally, I think I, I gotta kinda respect. They found a way to run the short con without actually breaking a single law. Indeed, they're protected by the First Amendment. And as a preacher's son, game has got to recognize game. And I know a few of you are listening right now and nodding along and thinking to yourself, Go, Dave! Take it to those dumbass conservatives! But at no time did I say that it was only conservatives that were dumb. That goes without saying. Oof. I said Americans are dumb. And some of the most educated people I know are diehard liberals to the bone, and they're dumb as a box of fucking rocks. Why? Because they don't apply their critical thinking skills to things they want to believe are true. Why didn't Bernie Sanders win the Democratic primary, liberal friends? Well, you see, the DNC and Deborah Wasserman Schultz intentionally blocked him from accessing information and stacked the primaries in a way that favored Hillary Clinton to arrange in advance. They should be fed the question in debates, and of course, the media collaborated with Clinton campaign to quash Bernie's message. <laughs> Stop! Bernie lost because more people voted for Hillary. See what you're doing in there is exactly the same thing as conservatives are doing about Comet Ping-Pong Pizza. You're plucking information and twisting it around to fit the way you want to see it, not how it actually is. After all, the 9-11 conspiracy theories got their start not on Fox News, but out of a small subset of liberals who were convinced that George W. Bush could not be as stupid as he appeared and must in fact be an evil genius who plotted the entire thing. Anyone who thinks that W is not as Dumb, as he appears. Some people are really fucking stupid. I think the best answer to every conspiracy theories has always been that there is no conspiracy. Nobody's out to get you. Nobody gives a shit whether you live or die. There. Do you feel better now? Dennis Miller said that before he went batshit crazy with conspiracy theories. Americans are dumb. And I, too, am an American. A week or two ago, a story floated around that a CNN feed on Boston Cable ran 90 minutes of hardcore tranny porn in the middle of the night. And when I saw that story, I clicked through trying to find a couple of links to reliable websites running with it, and then I shared it on Facebook. Please note that I did try to click through with a few clicks to verify. And come to find out, it never happened. What started it was a random post on Twitter that got picked up and repeated by reputable media organizations who never bothered to do any kind of fact-checking and just slapped it up there as if it were legit. And why did they do that? Because it was too good not to. Hardcore tranny porn running on a feed to millions of American homes? It was so good it had to be true. We wanted to believe it. And there, they say, is the rub. Almost all of this bullshit we farm around is stuff that we want to be true. Jill Stein raising millions of dollars for recounts in the states that flipped the elections for Trump. Shut up and take my money. And yes, I gave. This is your chance it will affect the outcome of anything, but I wanted it to believe. I wanted it to be true. Faithless electors defecting from Trump and giving the presidency to Hillary. Never going to happen. But I want it to be true, so I'm going to act as though it is true. And it's the definition of stupidity. We spend the entire fall of 1980 wanting to believe Santa Claus will bring us a toy that costs a significant slice of a car payment because we want to believe in Santa, but eventually we 're forced to realize two things: santa isn 't real, and wanting something doesn 't make it so and it 's a critical moment in our lives when we learn this lesson, and it appears that this is a lesson that is no longer taught. The problem isn 't fake news, it isn 't Facebook or Google or the internet as a whole it isn 't the failing media it 's us we 're not doing our job. We're not educating our kids because there's a moment in young lives when they start to question everything. When the old ways of believing bullshit just stop. And parents hate this point because it makes raising their kids a real pain in the ass. And hey, not a parent, so I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. But it's also this point that makes thinking Americans instead of a generation of fucking nimrods. And I'm not sure what happened, when it happened, or why it happened, but judging from the current state of America, we've de- definitely quashed the impulse to question people on their bullshit. Because when we're young, we learn simple things with direct consequences. If you stick your finger in the dog's ass, you'll wind up with a shit on your finger and a very hurt and confused dog. And when we get older, we question the nature of things, the validity of authority. I mean, who are these parents to tell us we can't get high on mushrooms and dance naked at a prom through trial and error and the occasional night in jail we learned to discriminate between authority for the sake of oppression and authority for the sake of preservation somewhere along the line a disconnect developed and americans began to assume that they just knew the answers so why bother to ask the questions in the first place And healthy skepticism is a vital check on power, but it also needs to be tempered with a cynical eyeball on those who claim to possess a secret insight on the workings of power. At the same time, assuming you possess a knowledge you do not allows those in power to manipulate you through your own preening ego. After all, there's no one more malleable than someone who thinks that they know all they need to know. It's the secret to every con ever ran. We do not live in post truth America. Facts are facts, and because some jackass in Altoona, PA, doesn't like the facts, it doesn't change reality. And we keep wanting to sugarcoat the problem. Good. God, the number of well-meaning liberals who say calling someone stupid is not a good way to get them to change their mind. I don't want to change their minds. You cannot fix stupid. What you can do is barrage an idiot with facts until he gets tired, shuts up, and wanders off to drink a cheap domestic beer and watch professional wrestling. I'm sick and tired of being asked to apologize for not being a mouth-breathing moron. I read books. I went to school. I used my brain. I worked. learn things not an elitist or a pointy headed intellectual. I read a motherfucking book and it's not hard. If you can read newsbiscuit.com, swear to God, newsbiscuit.com is a real thing. You can jolly well read a goddamn history book or the Washington fucking post. The people sharing this idiotic drivel are not incapable of spotting and critiquing bullshit. They are unwilling. And if you consistently refuse to exercise the yellow between your earlobes because you don't want to. You are not ill-informed, you're a fucking idiot, and I do not owe you an apology because you are being intentionally dumb. I am forced to give you the benefit of the doubt of religion, because that's something we as a society has decided it was okay to just accept as though it wasn't patently absurd. I reluctantly grant that your socioeconomic, socioeconomic conditions preclude you from attending Big Ed's Community College in South Crotchfart, Indiana. I accept we have fundamental differences on the role of government in our lives all of these things are part of being an American but when you sit before me and engage in a behavior that is analogous to a 40 year old human being with no known mental handicaps or degenerative brain diseases by committing the same sort of wishful thinking of an 11 year old me hoping a fat man in a flying sleigh will blame him a fucking millennium falcon for Christmas even after being told there is no fat man and the sleigh can't fly and do so over and over again, I am under no moral obligation to indulge your idiotic fucking fantasy. There was no massive voter fraud in the election. Climate change is fucking real and will fuck up this planet. Obama is not a Muslim and he was in fact born in Hawaii. The Civil War was about slavery. The economy has improved over the past eight years. Black people are being killed by police at a demonstrably greater rate than their percentage of the population, and their lives do indeed fucking matter. Scalia died of natural causes. Christianity is not under attack. Owning a gun increases your likelihood of dying by a gun. Gay people possess the same rights as every other citizen in this shitheaded country. The earth is billions of years old. We stringently vet Syrian refugees. Women are entitled to make choices about their own bodies. 99.99% of Muslims are not terrorists. And Donald J. Trump is a con artist who bullshitted his way on the backs of racist and morons to the office of presidents. And wrestling is not fucking real. The sooner you accept these and other obvious truths, the better off the world will be. Until then, I will continue to call you on being a bunch of mouth-breathing shit-headed fucktards. And the only crazy thing that you actually believe that is true, <laughs> we are coming for your guns and we're going to get them. <laughs> That is it for our show this week. We hope you've enjoyed this vicious attack on the collective IQ of the citizens of this dumb nation. You can demonstrate your lack of sound thinking by leaving a rating and review for this show over on iTunes. It helps the other poor, simple folk of the land, the common clay of the American West. You know, morons. Find the show so that their intellect may be demeaned by a pointy headed intellectual and East Coast liberal elitist. You can find even more of my condescending snarking on the Twitters at the hell underscore podcast or the show name on Facebook. If you feel a deep and abiding need to say to me, I know you are, but what am I? You can do that by calling the show line at three four seven six eight seven nine six zero one or emailing your death threats to me at what the hell podcast at gmail.com. Please note the subject line for death threats should be to be opened by producer gavin all the shows are at the show name on soundcloud and at www so for me dave bledsoe the sweet simple producer gavin and all the other fictional nimrods on this show we want to say whoever we are wherever we're from we should have noticed by now our behavior is dumb we'll see you all next week People actually like Frank Zappa. Oh god, this song is nasty. the Kings podcast.